swirling, turning, diving deeper and deeper. Sissy let her mind follow the guts of the nav unit where it wanted to take her. There. That's where she needed to place the final chip. A yawning vacancy beckoned her to fill it with the black crystal grown in a matrix of badger metal. Not yet, she told the opening. I can't let you come alive until I get this last chip in place. Sissy Dumagree Poo Chauncey hummed as she picked up the precious, fine-as-a-hair piece of silicone with badger metal tweezers. Two more pieces to the puzzle and I can go home. She bent over her workbench in concentration, allowing her dark hair to swish forward and form a shield between herself and the rest of the world. Then she hummed a little louder, completing the barrier. Badger metal, a ceramic metal alloy in a crystalline lattice, gave her tools the tensile strength necessary to hold steady the sliver of microscopic computer circuits as she rotated the navigational guidance system to the proper place. She adjusted the note in the back of her throat, seeking a harmonic vibration between herself, the unit, and the chip. When all was ready and sympathetic, she deftly dropped the chip into place. It nestled snugly in its proper location, precisely between two upright crystals. Robots could make most of a spaceship, but only she and a very few others could assemble the tiny pieces of the interstellar guidance system— Someone had described the process to her in big words she didn't understand. She just did what felt right. No exotic magnification, just her and the nav unit. Her ability made her one of the highest-paid workers in the factory. The money she brought home meant that her extended family could all live together in two connected flats, as the goddess Harmony ordained. Sissy sat back and breathed deeply, A fine sheen of perspiration coated her face and back. The large workroom seemed brighter and noisier, jangling her nerves. The dinner bell gonged, a raucous note that didn't harmonize with the chips or with her. Quitting time. She sensed only a few workers clearing off their workbenches and heading out. Management, meaning Lord Chauncey, didn't appreciate workers who left unfinished items overnight. Sissy would have stayed even if management tried to push her out. She had to get the black crystal column in place and the housing fastened around it before she could go home. The High Council needed this last system to complete their upgrade of the military fleet. She shuddered at the idea of alien invaders and predators pressing against the Harmonic Empire from every direction, threatening their sovereignty as well as their culture, religion, and prosperity— If she had built the nav system on the lost colony ship, they wouldn't have gotten lost in hyperspace. You done yet, sissy? Her older brother, Stevie Da Jamie Pa Chauncey, called. He was responsible for making certain the components were packaged and cushioned properly by other workers and getting them to the shipping bay on time. He couldn't go home until she finished. His cast mark, a brown X on his left cheek the same color as his hair, stood out in stark contrast with his pale skin. Day-shift worker cast rarely saw the sunlight except in high summer. One more minute, she called back and plucked the black crystal from its nest of cushioning material with a special padded tool. 
This final and crucial piece of the NAV system anchored a ship to a homing beacon so it couldn't get lost in hyperspace. Scientists in a secret lab grew the black crystals very slowly with liquid badger metal thoroughly mixed in the growing solution. Templecast supervised every step of the process with special rituals and chimes in the crystal nurseries, a different note in each room to guide the crystal formation to its final purpose. She found a note within the crystal and matched it with her voice, all in harmony for the final insertion.